Hi, you are listening to Coffee Talk, a podcast ministry of Live Free Today. I am your host, Liv Alliston, and I have a special guest, one of my guest bloggers, Jessica Gresham. Jessica, say hello. Hello. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, My name is Jessica Gresham. I was born in good old Dallas, Texas, and born and raised here. I literally have never left the state of Texas (laughs) when it comes to living. Um, I married my husband, Bryson, in 2008, and since then, we have welcomed four awesome kids into the world. We have um, three girls. Briley Lauren is eight. Brooklyn Lee is seven. Brenna Lane is five. And Brady, our last but not least son, he is um, two years old, which is crazy to even say because I still think of him as my little baby. And her kids are absolutely amazing, by the way. (laughs) She's a very good mom. Yeah, they're awesome. We also have two um, babies in heaven. We lost twins. We miscarried them between um, children two and three. Um, But yeah, I'm also a stay-at-home mom, Mm -hmm. and I homeschool my kids a couple days a week. And I help my husband run a business, and I try to keep my house clean. So she's not busy at all. <laughs> no, nope, lots of free time. Yes. Lots of free time. Absolutely. But um, ult- like ultimately, like my um, my husband and I's goal is first and foremost, we are followers of Jesus. So everything we do, we want to glorify the Lord. So whether it's um, you know, raising our kids to just honor him and know him more, or whether it's in our church serving, like everything we do, we just want it to be glorifying and honoring to him. So we're going to do just a bit of get to know you. So this fun little segment today. What is your favorite form of exercise? Favorite form of exercise, I would say uh, for the longest time, especially growing up and everything, I love to run. But um, and that is where we are different. <laughs> <laughs> it was always a release for me. But um, recently I had back surgery. And so my life and the way I work out has now changed. I'm not allowed to run like I used mm-hmm. to or do anything high impact. So um, recently, sweet Olivia here has um, turned me on to yoga. And I, yes, I have. <laughs> and I genuinely have really grown to love it. Um, I still get to do like some exercise machines that are low impact and stuff, which I enjoy for the sweat and everything. But yoga has been really good for my back and been really good just for me, good stretching. And it's been fun because my wonderful children who want to do everything that I am doing, they want to come and do it as well. And so it's really cute to see the two-year-old try and do a pose and just fall over and then everyone giggles. And, you know, I mean, it's fun time. It ends up being a playtime. It is hard to do downward dog when a three-year-old is underneath you. (laughs) Like, mommy! I'm like, okay. And then the dog, of course, wants to join in. Mm -hmm. And so every time Mm -hmm. my head is on the ground, he tries to, like, nuzzle me. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting for sure. But yoga would be my favorite, Mm -hmm. of course. You already Mm -hmm. knew I was going to say that. My roommate in college got me into, if you're listening, hi, Meg. Um, She Mm -hmm. got me into um, yoga. And I hated it. I went in kicking and screaming. I was like fast paced, did not Mm want to stop. Mm -hmm. Um, And it slows you down. And just, Mm -hmm. I did not like it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I could have been done with this whole class in like 10 minutes. Like Mm -hmm. this is ridiculous. We hold these poses forever. But after college, I trained myself to slow down and to stop. And now I like absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I do exercise, (laughs) it is yoga. Um, But do I exercise? Now that is an entirely different mm-hmm. question. We're not going to get into that yet. That could be a whole nother like <laughs> podcast. I know, right? right? Like, 
when do you have time to work out? <laughs> well, um, let's see. Never. Now, sometimes I dream about running and I wake up sore. Does that count? No. No. Okay. <laughs> so do you prefer cowboy boots or wedges? Uh, hands down wedges. Yes. Hands down. I, I like cowboys. Yeah. But okay. I'm not really into cowboy wear, so cowgirl wear, I guess I, sh- I should say. Does Drew wear like the tight jeans then sometimes? Yes. He loves cowboy <laughs> stuff. He went in to get a hat, uh, a straw hat for the lake a few weeks ago. And <laughs> I mean, I, d- I wasn't sure if he was going to come out because he loves, loves, loves anything that that's cowboy like. Yes. I did not know that. Yeah. No, he's true Texan. That mm-hmm. makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all right. TV. If you could be best friends with one TV character, which TV character would you be besties with? Okay, so the first one I chose, and my best friend growing up, her name is Jessica as well. And um, one of our favorite shows growing up was Gilmore Girls. Lorelai Gilmore would be one of my besties. Like, just the dry humor and the quick wit and the fast talk. Like, that was just Jessica and I growing up. Like, I Mm -hmm. love it. Mm -hmm. So I would say her. Or, more present, Jim and Pam Halpert. Because (laughs) my husband and I could probably quote almost every episode of The Office. Because we do love The Office. It is probably our favorite show and watch it almost every night before we go to bed yes okay so it's we just sad. started watching it i know every, i know everybody Gosh, says that I'm it's like jealous how can, of you. I know. like because watching it for the first, first time, time like you lose you lose so much weight because you're laughing it's so true hard. okay so i've tried to watch the office like three or four times mm-hmm. and um i couldn't do it because michael scott makes me so nervous in oh, what yes. he says and does that i'm like there is I, I i don't i can't even handle this like i can't do it so i quit watching it Three or four times. And everyone kept saying, you have to watch it. My sister, yes. like, made me watch it. Um, hi, Gabby. And so we finally sat down together as a couple, and we started watching it, and we plowed through the embarrassing, awkward moments, mm-hmm. and we love it. I think we're in season four or five now. Jim and Pam are engaged. So. Yes. Yes. I love it. We do. We love it. There are still some awkward times that I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I can't even imagine. But, yes, Jim and Pam. Yes. I don't know if I'm cool enough to hang out with them, though, because they're pretty, like, quick-witted, and I just don't know that I I am. I think I would be, like, the one they play jokes on. Yeah, I can see... Well, (laughs) I I can't see you actually being the one they play jokes on, but, like, I would love to just be the one, like, in the background just laughing at everything they say and do. Yeah. Like... They're pretty hilarious. Mm -hmm. They're pretty hilarious. Yes. Well, I chose... Two. I know the question was for okay. one, but I, I broke the rules as well. Okay, good. Um, I'm not the only one. Yeah, yeah. So mine I wrote down from a more recent show is Rebecca Pearson from This Is Us. Do you watch it? Okay, I haven't because... That's a sin right there. Okay, <laughs> like between like Parenthood and all of these other shows that do nothing but just make you... Like, Cry. Um, Grey's mm-hmm. Anatomy, which I just had to stop watching at one yeah, point because yeah. I just can't even do it anymore. But like all these different shows that all... It, does is make you cry like I just sit there and ugly cry for hours oh, yeah. and I can't do that like yeah. my kids walk in mommy are you okay no I'm not okay leave like oh, yes it's no terrible. I get it I get it now every time like it was so like I a mental like a mental thing of okay gotta get my game face on this is us comes on and I've got to watch it Rebecca Pearson she's Mandy Moore Mandy oh, Moore's okay. character and she's just she's just fun yeah like so fun and so sweet, and I just like her. Um, my second one is from an older show. Did you ever watch Frasier? Daphne from Frasier. Okay, I know who she is, but I never really watched it. Bryson's okay. had me watch like a you couple gotta of watch it. It's so hard to get very into. witty, very like 
intellectual but like is i mean she it's british is she, she is well she british? i don't know if she is in real life actually but she is on the show okay she is from Making manchester sure. england okay. uh so the accent just makes it fun what is your favorite old testament and new testament verses okay why so old testament but i call this to mind and therefore i have hope the steadfast love of the lord never ceases his mercies never come to an end they are new every morning Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Lamentations three twenty-one through 26. I love it because it reminds me of God's faithfulness. What's, what's your Old Testament one? Okay. And then we'll, we'll do New Testament. Okay, my Old Testament is, Lord, bring me word of your unfailing love. Show me the way I should go, for to you I lift up my soul. It's Psalm 143.8. And this has been a verse since I was like early high school, like freshman Mm -hmm. year, when I was really starting to seek the Lord. Mm -hmm. I accepted Christ when I was about 10 years old or so, but really growing in my faith didn't happen until high school. And so um, this is one of those verses, though, that I felt like it just reminded me every morning, just saying that, like, this day is his. Yeah. So, Lord, I'm I'm giving you my life and I'm giving you this day. Direct my steps. Like, mm-hmm. show me the way I should go so I can glorify you mm-hmm. because it's all about you. Yeah. And so that was something that even in high school that I could go back to and I would mm-hmm. just repeat every morning. Yeah. And so that's always been probably my favorite. So New Testament, um, mine's even longer. Hang on just a second. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> That according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think according to the power at work within us to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Ephesians three sixteen through 21. I have really been, God has been teaching me a lot about identity and who I am in him um, and how pretty much everything stems from that. He's been really dealing with me on that in some aspect for like the last two or three years. And so it's always painful to learn mm-hmm. more, to grow more, because you realize how far away you are really mm-hmm. from his image. But it's also like an answer to prayer, you know, and it's mm-hmm. obviously to actually fully realize his love. That is beautiful. So what's funny is mine is very similar. The first one, Romans 8, 38-39. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love Mm -hmm. of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm -hmm. And to me, that kind of the same thing of what you were just saying, of there is nothing that can separate me from the love of God. Like mm-hmm. when I am his, I am sealed and I am his. Mm-hmm. Um, my second is um, Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. Mm-hmm. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the free gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. And honestly, I feel like that's just the foundation of our, of what we believe. Right. That as a Christian, we are not a works-based we can earn it. Like on our best day, we are rags. Mm-hmm. And so to me, that is just extremely humbling. And I may cry, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm a very emotional person. She, she likes okay. to cry, yes. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but it's, it's just so beautiful. Like to know I, I 
do nothing. I have to, I can't do anything to mm-hmm. earn it. That is beautiful. It is that's the other thing he's been teaching me to stop striving. Mm-hmm. And that's just mm-hmm. just to rest in it. And yes. I just I love that. That's a beautiful reminder. So we're gonna switch gears a little bit. Um, we're gonna go into what are the top five books you recommend? And this is all genres. Yeah. This is like mm-hmm. fiction and sci-fi mm-hmm. and like spiritual mm-hmm. and you know, all that. Um, so yes, five books. Okay. Okay. So the first, and I really shouldn't say these are in any particular order, but this one is kind of like my favorite one. Cause I could reread it 10 times and mm-hmm. it would not be enough, but it's pride and prejudice. Oh my gosh. That's one of my books. Is it really? It is my, it is. Yes. I reread it every year almost. Yes, it is. And the, and the book is in, the, the movie itself. I love. Oh, which I one? Wait, love. which one? BBC the, or Kira Knightley? It's Kira Knightley. Okay, I do love that one. Okay. It, it is probably my favorite. I do like the BBC. I do too. But I love the Kira Knightley. It's very long one. though. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so sweet. Yeah. But the book, oh my gosh, like just reading it, I can hear their voices. Yes. Do you read it in a British accent too? Oh, in my head I do. But I can't actually speak in a British accent. I try. And my daughter now has, Briley, my oldest, has started trying to talk in a British accent every once in a while. adorable. It's like my favorite thing ever. Like I've actually tried to convince my husband to speak to me in a British accent because I find it so amazing. I thought about that. Yes. 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 Okay. So Pride and Prejudice, number one. Absolutely. Um. My second would be This Present Darkness. It's Frank Peretti. <gasps> yes. And it's all about spiritual warfare. Okay, see, Drew loves that book. I haven't read it yet. Oh, I'll have to read that. It is so good. But there, I'm going to be honest, there are parts of this book that I've had to put the book away. Like, because it is so crazy and real how spiritual warfare is. Right. And like, just reading it, and like, I'm like, oh, Lord, okay, I'm going to put this down for mm-hmm. a minute. I'm just going to pray. <laughs> Yeah. And then I'll come back. Like, yeah. But it is so good. So if you ever get a chance, and okay. he's a fantastic writer. So yeah. I've ne- my mother-in-law is actually the one who introduced me to it. Mm-hmm. And she has a few other of his books, and she loves him as well. But fantastic. Okay, the next one is The Acorn Story. I don't Seeing know this Ourselves one. and Others Through the Eyes of Eternity. Huh. It's it's amazing book. It's by J.K. Montgomery. And I had never heard of it before, but apparently – so it's a – I don't know if it's her only one she's ever written or whatever, but um, she talks about how, um, long story short, how um, Satan tries to steal our joy and speak into our identity, like you were Uh just talking about earlier, uh speak into our identity starting from a young age, starting at children, because it is easier to destroy an acorn than an oak tree. So, yeah. That's profound. (laughs) It is an amazing book. I will let you borrow or you can go buy whatever. I will. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, my last two would be The Best Yes by Lisa Turkhurst okay. and then Fervent by Priscilla Shire. Oh, that's a great one. So those are all I just, and a lot of the books I read are Christian books. If I'm not yeah. reading my Bible, it's probably going to be some, yeah. you know, related I, to my faith. I tried to read a book from the library that was just like about Paris because I love anything French yeah. and anything Paris. Yeah. Um, and it was just too, a little too worldly for me to actually read so I couldn't do it so yes really? a lot of what I read is either like classics like Pride and Prejudice yes. or like okay so spiritual go. so yes Pride and Prejudice one of okay. mine um second one is uh five love languages for your kids that one is so sweet right I, I saw it yes. on your bookshelf one. yes okay I love that book mm-hmm. my mother-in-law gave it to me to read and I read like a ton of parenting books when I first mm-hmm. had uh, Clark, my, my oldest, and it is my favorite parenting book, mm-hmm. like hands down. Like I love it. So it anyway. has a lot of practical application things it does. in there of, first of all, how to identify the love language of mm-hmm. your child, but then how to actually like show it. And yeah. then also discipline them. Yes. Keeping that in mind, which yes. is very important, Extremely. especially with a toddler. Yeah. So my third book I put was Waking the Dead, John Eldridge. 
Have you read that? No. <gasps> Girl. Okay. It's on my bookshelf right behind you, and you've got to take it home. It right yep. There it is. It's oh, Is he the one who wrote um, Wild at Heart? Yes. Oh. And his I wife wrote him. Captivating. Yep. And yeah. Captivate. I love Okay. Them. That was the book I read right before I met my yes. husband, and it was such a great book because it really talked about how captivating, not this one. Yeah. Yeah. But how it talked about dating and from a different perspective. Dating okay. in a different perspective right. of like not just a date to date, but really what you're looking for in a spouse. Right. So it was really good. Well, and I love how it's, it talks all about too, like your, how your identity and your worth is formed by each mm-hmm. parent, by a mother and a mm-hmm. father. And anyway, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, that Absolutely. was a beautiful book, but Waking okay. the Dead is uh, just very, it's like life giving. I love it. Um, okay. Uh, the fourth one, Desperate Hope for the Mom Who Needs to Breathe. It is mm-hmm. co-written by Sally Clarkson and Sarah May, who is um, Sally's, uh, mentee. Um, and it is amazing. It was like one of the first books I read after being a mom and it literally just takes off all the pressure mm-hmm. like from just first time mom. And just, I mean, and I have not reread it really? since I became a, a mom, like a mom of two. So I'd like to reread it, but it is, it's a great read, um, for moms. And then the last one, it, okay. I kind of cheated because it's a trilogy. So oh, no. I know, sorry. It's called Mark of the Lion. Okay, I've heard of this one. But Francine I have Rivers? Read, yeah, but I have not read it. Okay, so do you know Francine Rivers? Have you read like Redeeming Love? Okay, oh. that's another one of my favorite books. I'm cheating. Um. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I feel like I, I, I don't think I've read it, but I know I've heard okay, of it. Okay, so Francine Rivers, is a she became a Christian, but she used to be a romance novelist. Ooh. Yes, so her stuff is just romantic and beautiful, and it's fictional. Uh, but Mark of the Lion specifically takes place right after Jesus was crucified. John, you know, for like one of the disciples, John, um, he uh, is a character in it and takes place like around like Ephesus. It is amazing. So, well, we're filming a podcast, um, but is there a two? I wrote down like what two podcasts do you recommend? I cheated and I have three. I'm sorry. I keep cheating. <laughs> yeah, you I'm do. I'm sorry. Okay. So it's okay. I have to. Do you listen to podcasts aside from this one? Okay. So aside <laughs> from this one, I really haven't before. My husband always talks about them and he doesn't listen as much as he used to. Just his life Well, and he's getting ready to start one too, isn't he? He is. Um, I don't know the name of it or anything yet. Like he's in the beginning stages and trying to figure stuff mm-hmm. out. Um, my husband does like 75 different things. So he it's really hard does. to keep up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had asked him, since I don't really listen to many right now, because honestly, like, anytime I even go to listen to something, like, even on the radio, I love to listen to pastors on the radio, like, while right. we're driving. Someone is always talking or asking a question or singing a random song or hitting a window. And I can't concentrate. Mm. or So it makes it very difficult. But the two that he recommended that he really enjoyed was The Village, so Matt Chandler oh, okay. one. Mm-hmm. okay. And then... Uh, Dave Ramsey. He's like, you know, I don't always love everything, but he said what's really nice about it is it just gives some good foundational things. Right. So anyway, so those were just the two that he was like, I would recommend those to somebody. Okay. Awesome. Well, I have on here, like I said, three. Um, so one of them is, uh, the first podcast I started listening to risen motherhood. Oh, you told me about that. Okay, girl. It's Mm -hmm. amazing. Uh, I just am a recent follower but it's just gospel centered parenting which mm-hmm. i need both we of. all need um anyway i like i said i just started uh, the other one is moxie mamas so my sister gabby who is also a guest blogger she started a podcast with her mentor 
And I think they've only done maybe four or five episodes, but I really enjoy it. And mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's really good. Um, so check that one out. And then the third one I wrote was Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. And that's mm-hmm. Dr. Caroline Leaf. Gabby actually told me about that one. And it is, um, she did the, brand, the book, uh, Who Switched Off My Brain? Mm-hmm. Basically how to reprogram your mind, retrain your thoughts. Like what they say, what it says mm-hmm. in the Bible mm-hmm. about renewing your mind. Mm-hmm. She physically tells you how to do it and how like the brain um it actually has dark spots on it when you have negative thinking toxic thinking and then when you reframe your thinking and have positive thinking um it the dark spots go away i mean it's just it's it's kind of incredible so we talked about this a little bit as we've talked uh one thing that god has revealed to you about himself this year (laughs) So one thing, so really probably it's been a lot of things this year. I feel like the past probably year and a half has been a big growing. I agree. What's up with that? I don't know. (laughs) It's not, I mean, it's like, thank you, but isn't there someone else who needs work too, Lord? (laughs) Yes, I understand. (laughs) It's kind of. I think I said that to my husband. Like there's somebody else out there I know who needs you too, right? Stop picking um, on me. Yeah. So my big thing would be probably just learning to just seek him. Like him, mm-hmm. I felt like there was um, a day a couple months ago that he just kind of got a hold of me. And he, it was one of those days where as I'm praying and I'm asking questions and I'm doing a lot of talking and all of this kind of stuff where I felt like he almost, it's like if he had just been standing right in front of me, he grabbed me and was like, almost kind of shook me like, stop asking why. Stop mm-hmm. asking questions and just seek me. Mm-hmm. Like, just trust me. Mm-hmm. And it's really starting to realize, because I want to say, oh, yeah, I trust the Lord. And, oh, yeah, I know he's got this. But it's like, am I living that? Do I do I really trust him? Do I really trust that he is going to provide? Do I really trust that he's going to protect my children? Do I really yeah. trust he's got my marriage in his hands? Do I, re- do I trust him? And I feel like that's been the big thing in him like I said, the past year and a half is stretching me mm-hmm. and understanding. Cause at first when he started stretching me, I was not really happy about it. <laughs> and, but really kind of getting to this place of understanding it is for my betterment. Right. And there is a purpose behind it and he doesn't do things to torture us. And so that's, I will honestly say that's just my thing is just learning to seek him and stop asking. Right. So I like that. I like that about you. So for me, um, lots of little well, they're not little things. They're big things. <laughs> but the overarching thing I would say is his continued faithfulness to answer prayers. And by what I'm saying about that is that I've been praying for the last mm, probably five to seven years, mm-hmm. but even more so in the last couple of years that I would just, he would give me like the desire to seek him mm-hmm. and then also have a heart like his and make me more like him. And all the things he's teaching me are to do that. Like mm-hmm. they are making me more into his image. And so things like identity and mm-hmm. no striving and just resting in him and mm-hmm. just being still in his presence, like all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. is just, is just him answering my prayer and the cry of my heart to be more like him. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jessica, for joining us. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we will catch you next time on Coffee Talk.